Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams, and for 30 years, they've been making it better. <laughs> Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS, brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a bunch of money like Carver High did. He went on geico.com. He switched to Geico, and in 15 minutes, he saved 15% on his car insurance. So um, I wanted to mention one thing. Uh, so Mafia had to dump me several times at the end of the last hour because he's like my program director, and, and God bless him for that because if not, I'd be getting fired right now because of some of the things I said. Mafia, did you like some of the things I said? You agreed with me, but you just knew it couldn't go on public airwaves? No, I did not agree with you. No, you did not agree with me? No, I did not. What about you, Carver High? You didn't think it was funny what I said? Not really. I mean, look, I, I screw think you that, too. Then no, I, I think that. What did I say? It was so bad. Seriously, well, you couldn't. We're not going to repeat. We're not going to repeat it. But did you? You couldn't even. Happen. You can't even pin that on me. What I said wouldn't even get me in trouble. What I said would get people around here nervous. But there's no way that you could get me, in my opinion, fired for what I just said. And they dumped it, the whole thing, because they were scared that I'd be in big trouble. Fair enough. I'm, I'm cool with that. But what I said, I thought was dead right. It's dead right. No? I don't disagree with everything that you said. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll leave it at that. So you, you didn't think it was 100? You, you thought it was like probably pushing the envelope a little bit. I agreed 100% with Mafia dumping it. But agreed with dumping it, but you did not disagree with what I said. That's what you had a problem with, is that you agree with what I said, but you you knew it couldn't go on the air. A hundred percent, I agreed with some of what you said. Can you elaborate? No, what, no. I'm not getting, we're not. Getting, we should we should move on from it. How about that Bears game? You see that Bears game yesterday? Uh, well, then I'll change the subject for you. How was your event on Saturday at the good. Offside Tavern? Very well. Raise some money for the Anderson Did any League women show up? Cancer. Yeah, of course. Some women there? Oh, yeah. Were they reading Sports Illustrated? Do you think they read the uh, swimsuit issue? That's the only reason to get Sports Illustrated, is all the nudity with the swimsuit issue and all those smoke show hotties in their uh, skinless uh, bikinis. Is that a word? Skinless? There's a lot of skin in that magazine, I got to tell you. More than uh, Playboy now, I'll tell you that much. Do you remember, didn't they stop making that like a nudie magazine too? I think they did. That's no longer, uh, right? They don't, they don't do that anymore, Playboy. I, I don't believe so. How embarrassing. Think about that. Can you imagine they ruined that magazine too? Because they're so afraid of who, the government? <laughs> it's so funny to me. Can you imagine... Can you, like, how about that guy, Larry Flint? Do you think he'd ever fold up shop? The guy that took on the government? Do you think he'd ever not have porno in his magazine? No. <laughs> he's just, he's strong. He went against the feds every time. That guy was crazy. I love that guy. 
Same with Bob Guccione, right? He would have done the same thing. Remember, who was in here? Somebody was in here. Who, who's the guy that was in here all the time telling us he worked for Penthouse? Do you remember the guy that was in here? Who was it? Someone. Well, well we talked to JD a couple weeks ago. Uh, Jonathan Davis from Sirius uh, XM NHL. Right. Oh, he worked for him. To work for That's right. There you go. When we he sat down with us when we were out in LA a couple weeks ago. I was in that magazine a bunch of times, and they uh, they did features on me and stuff like that. I never had a problem with it. I don't I don't see what people get so worked up about. It's so funny. I'll tell you what you should get worked up about is your crappy quarterback mafia. That's what you should get worked up about tonight is your your future. I mean, what in God's name was that? Someone did uh, quote me on the worst quarterback rating ever <laughs> that Peyton Manning had it, but I think this, my guess is that's got to be top three all-time worst games ever by a quarterback. That that was, like, pathetic tonight. I don't, anything that you saw tonight that didn't scare you about your future, or do you just think he had a bad night? I think an absolutely terrible night, not just a bad night. It, that was one of the worst nights I've ever seen. It was absolutely pathetic. It looked like this guy didn't even deserve to be – you know, on the roster, let alone on the field. But, uh, you know, when you come back from last week's game, it was the complete opposite. So, you know, it's which one is is probably somewhere in the middle. I mean, he just needs to get his stuff together. He's still young. I'm not saying that I'm going to be excited after what I just saw, but I'm not going to throw him under the bus and say, let's go draft somebody next year either. He's still got work to do that. He's got to prove it. But do you think that there's fair enough that people would say in college he was strong-armed and was stupid? And threw tons of picks. Right, get away with some of that stupid stuff in college. You but, can't in the NFL. But in the NFL, he's the same strong-arm, stupid quarterback that just throws too many picks. Like, he, he has— might say that. I mean, last week he didn't throw any. He was lighting up the Cowboys defense, who then went and destroyed the Eagles last night. So, one, which but one is he? They're 1-9, so in divisional games in their last 10. I mean, they they never win. And then they beat the Cowboys, which is, you know, that was— it was almost like the game was fixed. I have to tell you, I feel like that MGM bet was fixed. I feel like uh, they knew something or something. I mean, I told you what the bet was. Bet a dollar that both teams score and win 100. And that's all you had to do. Bet a dollar and you get 100 if both teams score. And then, of course, the Jets don't score. That is amazing to me that they offered that prop bet up and that it hit uh, for them, for the hizzy. So that's crazy. Is Bob Nightingale coming on this Next hour? segment he will be, yes. There you go. So he's going to talk about uh, the World Series and the Astros and Nationals and will not be commenting further on the, uh, apparently, we will not be commenting further on anything to do with uh, reporters or women or uh, assistant GMs that no one's ever heard of until tonight. No one's ever heard of him. Nobody knew who that guy was before two hours ago. Now he's famous. Because everyone's going to run with it and try to crucify him. Good luck with that. They got nothing on him, as far as I'm concerned. Nothing. I wish I was his lawyer, because I'd be planning on that payday, because it'd be coming in. I would not lose that case. Prove prove what he said was so bad, and uh, I'll laugh at you. He didn't say anything. He said nothing at all. So what if he swore? I'm sick and tired of people saying I can't Pharrell and swear wherever I go, anywhere I go, whenever I want. So funny to me. We got a president that does it every single day of the week, doesn't he? Is he not the filthiest, foulest, most disgusting, repulsive representative of this country ever? And then he can get away with it, but nobody else can? My ass. How's that sound? He can do whatever he wants, but the rest of us can't? That's so funny. Good luck with that. But that was the worst thing I've ever seen tonight. 
in my life, that Jet performance. Honest to God. Thank God I bet on the Patriots and laid the nine and a half, ten, whatever it was. I went crazy this week hitting uh, bets for you. 71% NFL winners. My fourth week in the 70s in, in betting covers. Are you kidding me? It's ridiculous. It really is. Zion Williamson had a knee surgery today for a uh, torn meniscus. Do you remember when the injury occurred and they said that they were going to sit him down uh, for a couple of weeks and that it was nothing serious at all? And now it's eight weeks and he has a uh, torn right lateral meniscus. Do not tell me that that's not serious. I don't, I don't want to hear it. You know what's not serious is when you get fluid drained from your knee and you're out for two weeks. That's not serious. When you have surgery for a torn meniscus and you're out for eight weeks, that's serious. Is it not? Can you believe that this guy, his career is starting and that this is the start for him, that the beginning of his career, that he's not even going to play for two months? Like that is, I mean, I know he's got, you know, 15 years of basketball left in him, I'm sure, right? Unless his legs fall off. Do you believe for one minute that he is, um, he's too heavy for his size? He's, because all he does is jump out of the gym and dunk, right? That's all he ever does. Is, that's his game, is dunking. Is it not? He's got a low post, inside game, drives to the rim. He's a bull in a china shop basketball player. Is he not? He gets the rock and goes to the rack. That's it. That's what he does. And he jumps and dunks and lands like, I, I mean, with the force of a truck coming out of the sky landing on the street, right? So my, my question is, how much abuse can his knees take of him doing that? And he's not even in, he hasn't played one game in the NBA. Preseason doesn't count. He has not played one game in the NBA and his knees already fried. I mean, honestly, he had a torn meniscus. How did that happen? How is he injured already? Because all he does is jump out of the gym and dunk, right? How about that for a reason? Every game to him is show-off for the fans that come to see him, which I have no problem with because he's a show-off. That's what he does. Everything's about big dunks. He knows it. He knows he's on ESPN. They show this guy, even when they're losing, all they do is show him. They show him on the bench. They show him warming up. They show him uh, shooting everything, free throws, dunks. All they do is show him. They don't even show anyone else on the team. He's the only thing that matters to to anybody in the media. They don't care about Drew Holiday. They don't care about uh, any of them. Ingram, Lonzo, none of them. They only care about him. And now he's not playing for two months. And his knee has already had a cut, Right. And didn't he have a, a knee injury at Duke? Remember, he sidelined for a bunch of games. I wonder, is that the same knee that he hurt at Duke? And now he's had a second, you know, knee problem. That's bottom line. He had a knee problem at Duke, and now he's got a knee problem in New Orleans. Now, listen, I will not deny the guy's got sickening talent. And he's a, a badass. There's no even getting around it. He's just violent, and he's incredible. That's great. But my question is, um, if he if he's injured now and he's already hurt himself now, what's he going to do when he really starts playing? You know, when you have to play three and four games a week? Is he going to be able to hack it? Is he going to be able to hang? Seriously. I mean, 
It is a valid question. The guy, he couldn't even make it to the regular season. He couldn't even go out and play one game because he's, I don't know, has he overdone it already in uh, preseason? Because the preseason, remember, they just were bragging about his incredible field goal percentage of dunks and his incredible performances, and he's unstoppable, and he's this, he's that. But now his knee's shot, right? Did it not tear? Did he not just have surgery? I mean, I'm not making this stuff up. He's not playing for two months. Bet you glad you got those season tickets, huh? Because how many is he going to play now? He's going to miss how many games? 20? He's going to miss at least 20, 20 games, right? How many? They play more than that a month. So he's going to be out two months. He, how many home games is he going to miss? 15? I mean, they only play 41 at home, right? So he's just going to sit on the bench for two months, and then you're going to start watching him around Christmas, right? That's got to make you angry. I mean, that you know they spiked them prices for him. And not only that, just take tomorrow night as an example. You know that TNT, ESPN, the national broadcasts, throughout the first couple months. We're all about them. We're littered with Pelican games with him coming into the league. Look at tomorrow night now. I mean, they put them, that team on that Raptor game because not only I get it, the Raptors are raising the banner, but the Pelicans are there because they wanted to show Zion's first game. That's right. That game is a zero now tomorrow night, isn't it? Absolutely. What kind of juice does that game have tomorrow? Zero. No Kawhi. Everybody's going to be sitting around waiting for the Laker-Clipper game. That, that's You got that right. By the way, the knee that he... Bruise in summer league was the opposite knee, but in Duke when he had that sprain, it was the same right knee. Same right knee. So the one where the sneaker blew off. Yes. That, that game. Yes. So he's already heard it twice. That's all there is to it. Eight five five two one two four CBS. We'll come back with Bob Nightingale. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. We're having a horrible time tonight trying to deal with uh, Bob. So uh, he's busy. I get it. So whatever. I'm not going to freak out about it. I'm really not. I don't uh, care one way or the other. John in Arizona. By the time I get to racially profiled Arizona. Poor Cobra and a Sam Adams. How about that? Can we get him a Sam Adams? A little October, a little... Uh, little uh, don't they have like a, a fall brew mafia? I think they do. Oktoberfest. Like, oh. Yeah. oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, hey, I was going to say, uh, yeah, I've, I've listened to you for a while. and But you know what? With I have baseball and I have football. Football, I'm a Raiders fan. Right. We could have had Nick Boza if the Raiders would have lost to Arizona. Could have kept Kyler Murray. Hey, Tyler Murray could he could have stayed out here, but well, yeah, anyway, well, isn't I mean, uh, you know, is is he not doing a great job? Haven't they won three in a row? People love him. They think he's doing a great job, uh, Kyler Murray. Yeah, he yeah he was going to be on the A's. He was their ninth pick. Yeah, listen, the but, uh, the the guy's doing a great job, and Bose is doing a great job uh, for San Francisco. So everybody wins. I, I'm. I got to tell you, I'm pleasantly surprised with the Arizona Cardinals. They've been uh, just about every week. They're in, in every game they play. So uh, they got a big test this week in New Orleans. They're getting nine and a half, ten points, something like that. I think it's nine and a half. So uh, they've been very good. So uh, there's no denying they're tough. And they came in yesterday and kicked the Giants' ass at uh, the MetLife. So 
uh, this this guy, the running back, I forget his name, Edmonds, is that his name? The guy had like three three touchdown runs, two of them over 20 yards. I mean, it was embarrassing watching him carve up the Giants' defense. The Giants are just as bad as the Jets, just so you know. Uh, I just thought I'd be, be clear there. But as far as the World Series, who do you like, John? All right, well, I'm going Houston at minus 235. I'm taking the series. Look, hey, when – Ever back when they got J.D. Martinez out here in Arizona, that's when they could have got Verlander, could have had Granky, could have kept Corbin. Okay, but, but, but have... I, get, I get it, John, but, but that didn't happen. So you're just making up stuff like that you wish would have happened, and it's just not making any sense to me. Sorry. It's, you're just you're dreaming, and I, I, can't, I can't deal with it. That's not what happened, so it, let's just move on, shall we? Joel in Dallas on the ticket. Joel. Hey, is that Joel in Dallas? Yeah, you're on. Hey, what's up, Mr. Perot? How hey, you doing? Hey, dude. Hey, man, check it out, man. Can you pour me a deep um, IPA, please? Get him an IPA, Moff. Check out. Ooh. There you go. I appreciate it, man. It tastes so sweet. And uh, guess what? You've always been the best in betting, in jokes, and with predictions. And America's Cowboys. You know, you're, you're a Steelers fan. I like the Steelers. So anybody Cowboys fans that don't like the Steelers, F y'all. Steelers are great. Cowboys are great. We're great teams. I'm just glad the uh, Cowboys uh, won last night and covered for me, and uh, that's about the end of it. I don't really have any feelings about them one way or the other, but I, I'm glad that they uh, beat the Eagles because, uh, you know, uh, Peterson was guaranteeing wins and everything else, and uh, everybody I knew was betting on Philly. And uh, I bet on the Cowboys, and I'm glad they kicked their ass. That was a crappy game. They blew them out. That's why people need to pay uh, the $35 and win money on your site. <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, the site is phenomenal, and it makes people fat stacks, and that's just all there is to it. And it's a great deal and a great uh, return, and, you know, it's like uh, for what you get a, a month, uh, I would have – yesterday, Saturday and Sunday alone, I would have made you enough money for three months. I mean, uh, 69% in college, 71% in pro football this week. That's it. End of subject. End of, end of discussion. I mean, I don't need to uh, even uh, talk about it anymore. That's how uh, effective I've been making people money. That's all there is to it. So I'm glad your Cowboys won. Thanks for making me money. 855-2124-CBS. Mark in Las Vegas on 1140. Hey, it's a pleasure to talk to you. I remember years ago listening to you for the very first time going down the 118 freeway when I was living in L.A. And years later, I hear you in Vegas. The first time I got to talk to you. But my That's point awesome. Is, I think Zion is going to be either um, Greg Olden or he's going to be Sam Bowie. I, I, really, I, I think you hit the nail right on the head. I think he's going to be one of the biggest busts that we've seen since, uh, who is it, Russell, the QB for the Raiders. It's just going to be absolutely horrible for the Pelicans. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe that at all. So just so you know, I'm glad you do. I'm fair with that. I'm glad you uh, caught the show again after all these years and that you like it and everything. I just don't agree with that. I think the guy uh, can flat out play basketball without a doubt. He's dominating. Uh, he's very uh, physical. He's a, he's a monster. And no one can just – there's no one – you're the first person I ever heard say that, that he's going to be a complete bust and that he's never going to amount to anything. The guy's been an absolute menace on the basketball court. He's dominated games. So 
at the highest level at Duke, uh, let's face facts, now he's in the NBA, the number one selection, and in the preseason and in the summer league, did he not? I mean, he played very little in the summer league. But in the, in the games that he did play and in the preseason, he was the most dominant player on the floor for any team. It didn't matter who they were playing. He was the most dominant player. Am I wrong, Carver High? The guy's incredible. Uh, yeah, look, I'm not ready to I, – I understand it's not a good look to have the knee injury and miss the first couple months of the season. It is what it is. I, I'm not ready to put him in the Greg Oden, I mean, you know, type. And Greg Oden, listen, it's unlucky. The guy just – he couldn't play. His knee was constantly hurt. He was just – it never happened for him. He had bad feet and uh, Bowie right. too. Uh, Bowie too. I mean, it's just – it is what it is. Sometimes it happens. It happens. But we haven't seen this guy play yet. Or, or shall we say not hey, play for Golden, a really long, significant Odin could, amount of time? He, Odin could play ball. I mean, the guy, when he played, he was dominant. And when he played in, at Ohio State, he was dominant. And and then his you know his body, his wheels fell off. That's it. He had no luck. Bowie, same thing. So it is what it is. Some guys get injured, and uh, they're never the same. And that's just the uh, parameters of playing in uh, sports. You never know what's going to bring you down, right? But uh, that guy, you don't, Mafia, you don't believe he's going to be a bust, do you? I'm not going to say he's going to be a bust. This is something that we're going to have to see over the next couple of years how he deals with this or even just this year. You know, does he come back after this knee surgery and start, you know, drop a couple pounds, drop 15, 20 pounds and slim down, realize, listen, I can't just play it this weight. It's going to take a toll on my body and, you know, get in a better shape. Then maybe he can last and maybe he can be what we expect him to be. But if he's just going to go on and say, no, I'm fine. I'll just come back stronger and I'll be good and not change anything in his diet or his work or anything like that, then maybe he will be because obviously his body's telling him, you cannot play like this. Or he tore his meniscus and had surgery. It is what it is. I mean, the guy hurt his knee. You and I play basketball every day. You could get hurt as quickly as he did. You, have, can, no, you have no idea when it's going to happen. It's the same knee he sprained already this year. It's just, you know, he hurt the other knee. But they're not He's had saying, knee problems in high school. They're not saying that it was the – they're not saying the reason he tore his knee was because of the injury at Duke. It just happens to be the same knee. He only got two knees. It's one or the other. So he hurt it in Duke, and now he's hurt it again. And the other one was a sprain, and this is a torn meniscus, lateral meniscus, and he had the surgery. If it's that major of an, uh, of an injury, he'd miss the whole year. The fact that he's only missing two months, it, it's not that big of a deal. There's a million guys that have had it, and there's a million guys that have their knees scoped and drained of fluid, and, the, and they keep playing forever. There's guys that have had bad knees that have uh, played, played in the league for a long time, and they you know just deal with it. You ever seen these guys sitting on the bench with the knee packs, uh, with the ice packs the size of their head on their knees after games? Or, you know, in the fourth quarter, they sit them down, and then they got these giant ice packs on their knees. He might have to deal with that, but we'll see. Uh, I do not believe for one minute at this point, not one, that he's a bust. The guy's uh, dominant when he plays. He dominates grown men. It doesn't matter who's in, in his way. He just dominates. He was He's too good for college basketball, Okay. So he should be playing. He should have been playing in the NBA last year. So he is too good for college basketball. Too physical. Too violent. So I think he's going to be a really good player. We'll see. Uh, I don't think he's a bust at all. Not for one second. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. All right. Uh, sign up for Pharrell on the Bench.com. It's the place for the best picks. 
I'm telling you, best sight, best snags, best price, best return. Every play, every day, you get it all. The baseball, boxing, MMA, hockey, hoops, NBA starts tomorrow. College football, Saturday, 69% of my bets covered. I hit seven of my top ten, two of my top three. And then NFL, just for uh, shacks and giggles, I went 71% for the week in the NFL, including tonight's double cover with the uh, Pats win and laying nine and a half. Cover PharrellOnTheBench.com. The best. Sign up. Hide the money from your wife. You'll love it. Believe me. Uh... It's just sickening. It really is the performance. It's my fourth 70% plus week in the NFL in seven weeks. That's crazy. I usually have one or two of those a year. I've already got four of them. And then every other one is in the 60s. So how do you like me now? All right, so I want to take your calls. If you're on hold, you're getting on the air. So uh, call up 855-212-4CBS-4227. Robert in Maryland on the fan in Baltimore. You're on CBS Sports Radio. All right, cold yingling, if I may, barkeep. Can we get him a yingling? Check out. Ooh. that. There you go. Put that on the house tab again. I got you. A uh, bit of a Raven statement game yesterday. I hope you agree. Uh, that's a tough venue out there. They shut that 12th man down pretty nice. Big couple big defensive plays, but a couple weeks they play New England. Going to need that passing game to pick it up a little bit. Uh, then They will not be intimidated by New England. They never are. They beat them a couple times in the playoffs up right. in New England. So I think we'll know a lot more after that game. Uh, what say you? Well, I mean, that was one of the uh, rare misses I had yesterday. I, I bet on Seattle as my top pick, and uh, it did not go well for me. Uh, I got my second and third uh, picks right. Uh, and I ended up having a great day and a great week in the NFL, 71%. But I got to tell you, uh, that one burned me. I didn't see the Ravens going out there, and I knew that they'd give them a game. I knew that it would be a good game, and I was very leery of laying three and a half to them because I just knew uh, that it would be a good game. And, I, you know, that hook is what scared me, not the three. The hook scared me. But to see what they did to them, uh, and I watched the game. They destroyed them. And uh, it's pretty obvious, listen, uh, I thought uh, Russell Wilson's pick, uh, pick six that he gave up was the worst pass I think I've ever seen him throw, ever. And, I, and he had no interceptions this year, and that was the worst pass I think I've ever seen him throw. So I knew then they were in big trouble. And I thought, let's just face facts, I thought Lamar Jackson was the best player on the field. And he was so impressive on third and fourth down runs that, I mean, they literally, he humiliated them by himself. They could not catch him. It was he just outran everybody. They could not catch him. He was unbelievable. He was amazing. Uh, some great plays. But we keep going back to this week after week after week. You can only play that game for so long, because eventually, on one of those runs, somebody's going to clip you. Okay. That's right. It will happen. It's happened to all of them. Name all the running quarterbacks. They all end up getting it at some point. They all get it. And I watched yesterday that game. It was 30-16 to 16 with four or five minutes left in the fourth quarter, and he's still out there running sweeps. It just, it, and he is so good. He is so explosive. He's still running more you than— You're just saying it's a matter of time. Still running more than throwing, though, by yeah. the way, which we were told is not the case this year. No, he's throwing. He is still running. He's got a billion rushing On yards every this big year. play he ran. So he is running. He's still running a lot. And those runs, as outstanding and amazing and athletic, they are all those things. 
in the NFL, it eventually catches up to you. They all end up getting it. Do you it, feel like it it's, uh, you know, your guy doesn't run that much, but everybody. He doesn't run. Last year he was running because he was running for his life. That's why he, those weren't designed so runs last running year, this year in Buffalo. He run, they run a couple plays from, like yesterday, two-point conversion play. He ran a sweep and barreled in. You know, they're not running designed, you know, sweeps. So and it's all just off the cuff. Well, yeah, he, the, last year he was running for his life. Well, this other guy, they're planned. Oh, these I, are planned runs. These, these are, absolutely. These are, and then the ones that aren't, the freestyle ones, are, he's amazing. He's a, unbelievable. He's so athletic and so talented. And he can throw the football. He just doesn't throw it as much as he probably should. Yeah, um... So in that Cowboys win over the Eagles, they took over first in the NFC East with that win. You knew that could happen. They were both 3-3 three and three going in, and now the Cowboys are in first. What a pathetic performance by the Eagles last night in Dallas, just honestly. It really was bad. So uh, they're playing uh, in Buffalo yeah. this week. And it worries me because this is like, honestly, Eagles season like is in turmoil right now. Like They are desperate this Sunday in Orchard Park to get a win over the Bills. Um this is going to be a, a tough game for the Bills. But the Eagle defense has been so bad the last few weeks. They've been shredded. Dallas, Minnesota, even a game, you know, a couple weeks ago when we were out in, uh, where were we, in Vegas or wherever we were, when they played the Packers on that Thursday night game. I mean. They looked they, great that night. Their offense looked great. They gave up a billion yards and points that night, too. But Didn't they win, they won that game? They did win the game, but it was like, what was it, 40 to 38? I yeah. Yeah. Jacoby Brissett threw for four touchdowns. The Colts took over first place in the AFC South. That was a huge win over the Texans. Not only was that a huge win, that's one that we all thought back in August when Luck walked away. It was like, oh, they're going to have Jacoby Brissett this year. They're done. This dude's lighting it up every week. He had a huge He's game. He's playing great. Texans wide receiver Will Fuller has a significant hamstring pull. Expected to miss several weeks. Never stays healthy. You talk about a guy who never plays. Will Fuller is just, he yeah. never plays. How about Marcus Peters with that pick six? He's the one that picked off uh, Wilson. You were 100% right. I've never, Wilson was, ha no interceptions all year. I don't know what he was doing on that play that Peters picked off and took to the house. Oh, no bad. idea what I he was doing. I think he threw off the back leg like Mafia was talking about. He just tried to th throw it out to the sideline. He thought he'd get that receiver last second. I don't think he saw Peters. I think Peters was, you know, seven, eight yards off the ball. And then he, he sprinted up and picked it off and went hizzy. Zach Taylor not ready to talk about a quarterback change. I think they need a quarterback change in uh, Cincinnati. But who's their – I don't even know who their backup is. Uh, oh, he's Ryan Finley has yet to play this season. And um, they got some other guy, Jake uh, Dolagala, uh, on their roster. They're, uh, both rookies were active. Sunday, neither played. I mean, the Bengals are, I mean, they're terrible. They are absolutely terrible. And the Bills, they did avoid embarrassment because they were losing 14-9 at the half, and they were booing them off the field. As they should have been. Uh, I mean, they did not play well in the first half on both sides of the ball. They were coming off the bye. They were half asleep. And thankfully for them, they picked it up in the second so they, half. They booed them to wake them up, or did they boo them because they were? Uh, well, they were losing to the Dolphins. What, what are they I now? Mean, six and one. Five and one. Five and one. Well, listen, you're down fourteen to nine at and the half. And your fans are booing you. To an zero and five team that has been embarrassed week after week. I'd boo. Yeah, you know, honestly, they needed to wake up. Boo them off the field in the first half. You can't lose that game if you are a serious football team this year, like you claim to be. You can't. Daniel Jones fumbles away the matchup against uh, Kyler Murray. I, I thought um, 
he looked terrible. He has 12 turnovers this season and 11 in his five starts. Jones has thrown at least one interception in four straight games and has six touchdown passes, seven picks on the season. He's starting to look terrible. I don't know if anybody else is willing to say that, but he's starting to look terrible. And they said they're keeping him in there. He's got to learn the hard way, which is interesting. Ryan Fitzpatrick has earned another start. I thought he played great, especially with that uh, run on third down when it was like third and 12 and he almost got sacked. The Bills had him behind the line of scrimmage. He broke free and then ran to the end zone member and scored. Do you remember that play? And he got hammered at the goal line. And, and he still got in and he, went, he put his shoulder down. I thought he deserved this start. In fact, let's just stop with all the BS with Josh Rosen and Fitzpatrick and give Fitzpatrick the job the rest of the season because Rosen's done nothing. Fitzpatrick's the only one that gives him a spark at all. There's no point in bringing the other guy in. They've played better with him in the lineup. And they need to just get rid of Rosen. Get rid of him. Because he's never going to be the Dolphin quarterback. We know that. They're going to draft Tua, and that'll be that. Or they'll draft uh, this other kid, Burroughs, who's who's in the lead right now for the Heisman. Max in Houston. What's happening, Pharrell? Hey, Max. Hey, I uh, listened to you. I guess it was right before the season started. You were talking about Terry Bradshaw and about not getting any respect. Right. I remember. And I couldn't agree with you more, man. He was one of the the best quarterbacks of his day back there, back when football, when they played hard, tough football, you know? Yeah, well, uh, nowadays, if you did any of that stuff in the NFL, you'd be suspended. You're not allowed to touch a quarterback anymore, let alone tackle him. You can't even touch him. My question to you, Pharrell, is, and I, like I said, I agree with you about Bradshaw. Who would be your second best or your second pick of that time? Oh, uh, uh, you mean of uh, the the best quarterbacks back then? Yeah, uh, Roger Staubach. I couldn't agree with you more. That's uh, who I kind of grew up with. I'm 73 years old, right. and uh, and you know, I remember that one time he was playing his his uh, right pinky finger was broken and hanging down and he was still out there playing. I'd probably, you know, and third, I'd probably uh, put Ken Stabler. I yeah. really would. He was, he was great, too. Good hearing from you, Max. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Chris in Birmingham on the jocks. How you guys doing, man? Hey, Chris. How you doing? Uh, oh, Scotty. Oh, man. What I can't say, I, I want to talk about just my Saints in tonight's game. Um, I saw tonight's game. My God, um, he is killing me. Why? Why do the Why do the AFC AFC is literally like is literally like the Patriots cannon fodder division? Do they Do they comprise of any kind of competition whatsoever? Uh, all right, all right, all right. So anyway, uh, so here's the deal. Uh, it's not the Patriots' fault that uh, they play in their uh, division, and it's also. Uh, they've done a great job over the last uh, two decades, let's face facts, in beating all those teams senseless. Um, you know, and, and every other team in the NFL and every other team in the AFC, and uh, it is what it is. And right now they're the number one seed uh, for the playoffs, so get ready. But look, there's other teams that are good. Uh, they don't really have room for error, if you ask me. I mean, when you got there's a lot of teams breathing down their neck. So... Uh, there really is no room for error. They actually needed that win tonight. If you ask me, they all count. And uh, they want to be the number one seed, so they play all those games in Foxborough. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.